This is all your fault, Stephen. Welcome to Disney Minus, the Disney movie podcast where uh, we have, I, well, mostly me has cursed various different people to watch all of the Disney stuff and sometimes the non-Disney stuff on Disney Plus. Uh, That's special time of year, though, where I have gone dumpster diving and I'll get to that shortly. In the meantime, I'm Steven and Jafar did nothing wrong, it turns out. Our next guest. One of the guests. Or- Somebody. Oh, uh, uh, hi, I'm Quartz, she, they, uh, I'm glad to be here today, and a specter is haunting Europe, the specter of communism. All the powers of old Europe have entered into a holy alliance to exercise this specter. Pope and Tsar, Menemnik and Guizot, French radicals and German police spies. Where's the party in opposition that has not been decried as communistic by its opponents in power? Where's the opposition that has not hurled back the branding reproach of communism <laughs> against more advanced opposition parties, as well as against its reactionary adversaries? Two things result from this fact. One, communism is already acknowledged by all European powers to be itself a power. Two, it is high time that communists should openly, in the face of the whole world, publish their views of their own dependencies various nationalities have assembled in london and sketched the following manifesto <laughs> to be published in the english french german italian and flemish and danish languages section one bourgeois and proletarians the history of all h- hitherto existing societies the history of class struggles <laughs> all right <laughs> that was um, really good i wasn't sure how far uh, that was gonna go she her Hardy. i uh uh fucking uh damn uh, Jafar sure tried to murder a kid, uh, but I'm sure he, he's a cool dude. Uh, he's just misunderstood when he tried to murder that kid. <laughs> Take it away, Nero. Nero? Don't you mean princess? Oh, God. <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. Nah. Don tooting. Anyway, let's go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, wow, as... I still love the month of April. Yeah, it's really good. Um, as I alluded to before, what do you mean? It, it's December. I don't know. Time is fake. It's whenever it is. It is current day. As I alluded to before, though, it is that spe- while time is fake, it is still that special time of year where I get the urge to go dumpster diving and make people watch my random findings. As such, I have found what I'm pretty sure is one of those live-action Disney remakes that I keep hearing so much about. Um, this one, I think, this one must be um, redoing Aladdin. I know they already did that with, like, Will Smith and the other stuff, so, you know, maybe they were trying a different tack, more of the Maleficent kind of route, because this one seems to be focused on Jafar. It is called uh, Twisted, colon, the untold story of a royal vizier. Artie, come here. That's not part of the story. My dog just keeps pawing at the door, even though he'll want back in immediately. And when you when you Google this, you have to you have to put in the Ari stand still. I'm I'm sure they could double dip. You know, we got the live action Dalmatian movies, and then we got the Cruella movie. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, they could double dip. They're Disney. They have infinite money. There's like 17 different Peter Pan things going around. Fucking yeah, Maybe, yeah. I think. Who also, knows? I think you mailed this to the wrong person because it's me, V, not Nero. I know. 
Y'all been trying to say that it sounded like since Neo called for moving, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, it's, it's Human Aladdin. I like that movie. I think anthropologically interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the the energy is especially chaotic because we were kind of running short on our schedule. You will notice from the intro, Cat's not here. I'm pretty sure she fell asleep waiting for us to get here and record. Um. So what instead, that's right here. <laughs> that's right, Cat. This is all. This is all Steve Ball's fault. <laughs> this is the this is the part where you play the roar sound from the uh, from the, the panda episode. Oh, we've got another bit planned. Don't you worry. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah. So instead, at the last minute, we conscripted two other people who didn't have time to watch it. Uh, I did mail out the a copy of the DVD to Cat. And to, I thought, Nero, but it turns out, Veer. So, you know. I... <laughs> you would not believe what I have to go through to get mail down here. Is it a lot? You would not believe what I have to go through to get mail down here. Is it stuff? Is it butt stuff? Don't worry about it. And that explains okay. why you haven't got the DVD yet. But... I understand the process. I, I you know, wow. I I don't have a DVD player. I have this weird haunted VHS play player, but like that's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole fucking thing. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, sometimes it'd be like Link. that. Yeah, yeah, mood. I've got a Blu-ray player that says it's region-free, but has literally not once been able to play anything from outside the U.S. So I think it lied to me. That's fr- <laughs> ah, actually, free. No, it's the the works on contingency or the no money down. No, no money down. <laughs> I just have a blue fur dog thing to hold its finger onto the disc, and it just makes a sound. <laughs> God damn! We need, I need to actually have us watch that at some point. I don't think we have yet. Anyway, but anyway, anyway what's, to the, movie? what's that wacky wizard from the world of Aladdin up to? Yeah. Tell us, please. <laughs> so we open on a stage. They they went really low budget on this one. It, it's all set. It's all on yeah. one stage. I mean, might have had two stages that they cut between. I don't fucking know. Maybe it's like yeah. one of those record. They, they record like the stage shows they have at Disney World to like sell them. Oh, there Maybe you go. It's probably something like that. Sounds like. I think this might be a Hamilton situation. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, like Legally Blonde. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Legally Blonde in forever. Actually, I don't think I ever did see the stage play of it. Not the point, though. Um, there. We get an intro by... I always think it's Sherazad, but it's not. It's just some lady. <sighs> Da-da. There we go. Uh, but anyway, Wait, she tells you just us- say Sherazad from Magic the Gathering? No, um, from a thousand and one nights. Yeah, that yeah, Sherazad from Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, Sherazad from Pokemon. <laughs> I'm loving the the energy of this episode already. Artie, but yeah, the prologue basically talks about how the Magic Kingdom um, used to be great, had multiple golden ages. Yeah, they had they had the two Ds which. 
They had the two Ds, which she tells us stood for something, but because I am a child, I only ever focused on it being the D. Duty and devotion. That was it. I did unironically remember that one of them was duty, but I never caught the second one. But sadly, things have gone to... Well, a new Dark Age has come due to a evil sultan ruling. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, I'm still so unclear on whether they mean that that's Jafar because everybody hates him, or if it actually is supposed to be the sultan, because, I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there for when the sultan shows up. Yeah, we'll get there. (laughs) And I'll say then who I think they mean by evil sultan, but it should be obvious by then. (laughs) But yeah, we get our opening number, Dream a Little Hardy. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good intro song. It's, it's a nice, like, like it sets up Jafar, how the townspeople see him. <laughs> they, hate, they hate his guts. Jafar tries to return a book, but the books <laughs> sell it. He gets angry because he thinks Jafar thinks he's special because he can read. Yeah, yeah. Why are you selling books, man? If you can't read and if you but, hate people who can, why are you selling books? Is this really what human social strata is like? That's weird. It You're okay. Weird. It unfortunately very much is not that far off, though. Is the thing because book guy is just selling books because he needs money to survive. But like, who boy? But he. But he does give Jafar the book that he was lending, and also tells him that he hopes that the rats ejaculate on him. That was... I never can't... There are a lot of lines, like, uh, I'm bad at picking out, like, lyrics within songs and shit, so there are a lot of lines that I just didn't catch, and that... <laughs> shit, I guess that's one of them. <laughs> There's a lot of good one-liners. They're not re- just in this song, but throughout the whole movie. There really are, though. Like, even among the stuff that I did catch. Um, like, coming uh, when we eventually do come out of the musical number, we are introduced to one of the best-running jokes in the, in the thing. Oh, uh, to rewind a little bit, oh, there's a yes. scene where people are saying what they want, like, <laughs> what they dream about, while Jafar is kind of, like, basically pointing out for, like, how that's not really, like, not going to work unless they try, or how yeah. it's just illogical. Yeah, and like, the library when... slash bookseller pops up again and just goes, I want to be a cat. You know? <laughs> Which Jafar counts as a, what? Which immediately gets a, fuck you. Yup. See, under communism, you can have these things. That is true. Yeah. A cat for all. Hmm. I am told we're still working on the cat. (laughs) Well, we lost our cat because she fell asleep. But aside from that. Yeah, but anyway, after the musical number, (laughs) basically, apparently, this crossover is with Beauty and the Beast because Belle shows up. Yeah, okay. I wasn't quite sure if that was, you know, one of the famous Disney cameos or if that was just supposed to be a regular lady. So, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, while well, Jafar is walking and reading, he accidentally bumps into her. He apologizes. And she says, fuck you. Fails. Yeah, she basically says, oh, keep your face out of that motherfucking book. That was it. And just throws the book on, <laughs> his book on the ground. He picks it up, 
sad about it being being covered in mud, but then it <laughs> smells in as if it's covered in shit. Yeah, man, the, the actor One that's... Of the best characters pops up. Yeah, the actor that's playing Jafar does such a good job with the line delivery, too. He's like, oh, and it's all covered in mud. Oh, wait, is that shit? I just you can feel like the shock in that moment. Oh my god! But yeah, then we meet one of the best characters in this thing. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I want to say that's me. I want to say he as only Captain has. Bernard. Yeah, right. I want to say he only has one line, but he, I mean he says other stuff. But like this guy is known for saying one thing, and that's every time he comes into a room, just saying it's all your fault, Jafar. But yeah, Artie. Basically, Jafar asks him, asks him why he's covering shit. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, he cause... basically explains the whole. If you've seen up the, the animated movie Aladdin, then it's the scene where the guards chase Aladdin. Yeah, and exactly. End up yeah. In, in the you know all the shit at the end. Yeah, l- literally. Mm-hmm. Was it Joaquin's crazy? Well, crazy Joaquin's. Cra- Discount fertilizer. Yeah, that's it. Crazy Hakim's discount fertilizer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they start talking about the what? Yeah, one man, one guy. He broke his neck and take on impact, and then two <laughs> choked on shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two of them choked on shit. Um, a guard who's only to, who is only told to us as the fat guard. Fell on um, the guy who lay who sleeps on a bed of nails, so he's dead. Uh, the sword swallower the, slit his own throat from the inside. And the feast monkey, he pulled it out. Yeah, which is you know it's it's neat. We never we we get a lot of like haha wacky shenanigans happening in Disney movies, but we never really take the time to like dwell on the consequences. And you know what? He's right. A lot of people probably died as a result of that one scene. Oh, I get it. This is like a live-action remake of the Timon and Pumbaa movie. Oh, there the we go. King yeah, it's it's like that. Lion King okay. one and a third. <laughs> one and a third. Yeah, it's some kind of fraction. Already fine. But, I will let you out, but, but you're yeah, gonna want that. The captain is explaining this to Jafar. Abdul, another fan favorite character, Abdul, shows up, which the captain is immediately. Abdul, I thought you choked on shit. It's <laughs> scary in this Disney movie, huh? What do I? Like, just notice, like they said, fuck earlier. They're saying choking on shit. Yeah, oh, it's goodness. it's one of those like lesser known ones where they kind of just get to go hog wild, I guess, because Disney they, didn't advertise a touchstone. I guess there we I go. It was, yeah, it must have been budget, that. They was around to get away with more stuff, so. But yeah, <laughs> we basically, have basically Abdul pulling his dying moments. The captain says a lies to say that they caught the thief and got the bread back, so that way Abdul dies happily. God, call that the conquest of bread. But mm-hmm. fuck, god damn it, you're not wrong. But. But oh no, the Prince of Pixar is here <laughs> meeting with the princess who has a habit of seeking ti- tigers onto unexpecting princes. 
Yeah, which like honestly good for her. The women should be in charge. Not wrong. I don't understand why it is not like this in more human media. Yeah, that's fair. Well, actually, I do understand some sort of deep cultural reason, but I don't know what. But I don't think it should be like that. And I, I think, you know, I think, I think, uh, general lack of tigers is why we don't have all this. What? 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 Yeah. Give more women tigers, and women will rule the earth. Oh, lack of tigers, maybe, yes. Maybe. This is not uh, political advice. <laughs> no, no, I think you're right on this. I'm just saying you cannot hold me liable in court. Yeah, and there we go. For li- plan does not go correctly. For liability reasons, Disney Minus does not uh, offer any advice on political affiliation or on animal handling. Legal, financial, or... Since this is talking about Disney, Disney does support this, so you can find them liable for this advice. (laughs) Yes, this is... But, yeah. Basically, Jafar and the captain... Go all screen and we're introduced to you've uh, sweet little little thirty three year old orphan boy <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aladdin comes in, gives us, um, I guess, sort of a, a version of um, ah, damn it, the little the little one jump ahead reprise um, that he does in the cartoon yeah, with the, the kids called. I steal everything. Yeah, that's the that's the one in this one. Yeah, it's for for a new generation. It's a song called "I Steal Everything." <laughs> He's such a fucking asshole. This entire, literally, the song is exactly what it says on the tin. He's uh, just gloating about how he gets through life, just taking shit from people, all the while mm-hmm. grabbing whatever he wants from different people uh, passing by on the stage. Uh, very early he on, a from an orphan kid. Yeah. Uh, very early on, you know, he steals I'm... a crutch from some guy, and I think, I want to say hangs on to it throughout the entire thing, but I don't remember for sure. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure this isn't Praxis, but I would have to do more analysis to find out for sure. I mean, depending on who you're taking from, I guess. Yeah. It seems like he's mostly targeting other poor people, so... Yeah, see, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, if you were, like, stealing from... I mean, granted... I guess depending on your circumstances, you can do fairly well for yourself as a merchant, but like stealing from other pores isn't the way to go. Yeah. Ah, yes. Aladdin lacks class consciousness. Body. That's disappointing. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tries to eat the bread that he stole, but it has raisins and he doesn't like raisins. So that was it, yeah. He threatens for bread salad that if he he ends up stealing bread with raisins again, and he'll end up killing him. Yeah, I love when the bread seller guy walks out, he's like, very reasonably priced bread for these hard times that we live in. To which Aladdin just fucking grabs one. He... Yeah, he, he grabs the merchant and basically goes, like, Mr. Merchant's like, not you again, you only stole from me earlier today. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, good, yeah. I thought I remembered him saying and that. And that's when he says, like, he was talking to Monkey about how both of them hate raisins and how Monkey said that they should just kill him. <laughs> and Aladdin's like, no, Monkey, that's crazy. Which honestly does seem 
maybe maybe I've been tainted by like memes and retro and like I guess like the opposite of nostalgia in a way, but definitely feels in line with Abu saying they should just kill a guy. Yeah. Abu, Abu has murdered before. Thank you. Yes, again. this is what I'm talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he healed for sword swallowing. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Aside from that. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, it's implied by how fast he pulled that sword out. (laughs) Listen, that, you know, you have no idea what Abu's done before this movie. You Mm -hmm. you really don't want to know. No, I kind of feel like we don't want to know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be the one to ask about it. Thinking about the horrible (laughs) monkey-related movie. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. You're right, Chad. It all the things that Abu does is all Steve R's fault. <laughs> Rude. Out <laughs> there. Anyway. But yeah, Back anyway. To killing merchants for raisin bread. <laughs> yeah. There's no raisin. Then But yeah. We didn't after that did we cut to the palace where Prince Ahmed, the prince of the kingdom of Pixar. Love Prince Ahmed. Walking out of Jasmine's room angrily. Which Jafar tries to appease, but it turns out that Ahmed isn't a just a one off side character that (laughs) you can just stick a tiger on. And that since the princess has acted done an act of war. Yeah. And so Prince Ahmed is off to gather his army. Yeah, which is a really bold choice for for one of these because Ahmed or Prince Ahmed I assume that was still his name in the in the cartoon. I don't know. I should have checked. But like mm-hmm. he is exactly that. He is just a one off. But I I love him in this. He's so good. <laughs> Not okay. enough tigers. If there had been more tigers he would have been eaten. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You see that? Yeah. That. You see that's Jasmine's problem. She didn't uh, apply tigers enough. So <laughs> you should not have been coming out of that room. I mean, at least you know, not for another couple couple hours to a tiger's digestive tract. There you go. Like, and which again, not not political advice. Minecraft, 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 whatever. <laughs> In we only know Disney approves of this message because they made the movies. Yeah. Yes, this is true. They approve of so, it enough for people to buy it and give them money at the very least. Boom. Already laid out? But perhaps, you know, he's the, the tiger. Of course, if you remember from the movie, uh, Prince Ahmed, or the, the prince uh, coming on the horse, is known as a, a prince with two rear ends. Perhaps mm-hmm. the tiger ate one of Sepri's ends. And uh, that's how he got off scot free. Yeah, and they do. If Aladdin meant that he has a, a horse ass for a face <laughs> or a big horsey ass. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, they do reference that in this one. Yeah, um, the captain of the guard mentions that. And that's his follow up. Is he's, he's like, you know, I wasn't sure if Aladdin was talking about how him having a big horsey ass or a horse's ass for a face. And I'm like, you're close, but I think he's actually just calling the guy a horse's ass. I'll have to do more horse research after I finish recording this. 
Yeah, it's a real shame that horses aren't real. I'm I'm glad that they're not real. Have you seen the drawings of what their legs look like or would look like if they were real? I was under the impression that they were supposed to be semi-aquatic. Mm. Again, no, you're more horse birds. research. <laughs> you may be right. I will have to do more horse research. I I would advise against it. Don't just don't don't do that to yourself. But yeah, they were introduced to the princess, which they never say her name. Yeah, I know. I always mm. like, like. It's weird that they don't say call her Jasmine. They just call her the princess. Yeah, like every time I watch the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Jasmine, and then like. It'll be like the last few minutes of the movie. I'm like, you know, they haven't actually said her name. <laughs> well, they did call Abu Monkey. Maybe they maybe it's like they just don't want to like tarnish the brand or something. Maybe it's this weird mm-hmm. sweary movie where I don't know. I'll ask her, and she is like so one we'll of just, the like official we'll Disney like, princesses. No, this is it's it's like oh, it you know it, it maybe it's like the. That weird mirror verse thing where it's like, it's like, oh, it's kind of Sully, but like fantasy Sully where he has like a mech suit or so. Like maybe it's like a, a alternate universe sort of thing. And like in this one, like most characters just don't have like proper names or it's, it's not super uncommon. It's one of those weird, weird universes. I mean, like, yeah, you know, you sometimes know. she's just princess. Sometimes it's called monkey. Do we get a name for for thief? Is thief's name said? Yeah, he's still yeah. Aladdin. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I get the idea, but to be honest, to me, all of the names are weird. That's also true. Y'all are weird. Hey, yeah. not enough patterns. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll g- I'll give you that one. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so we we meet princess. I, I wanted to say Princess Jasmine, but no, I, I guess just Princess Princess. <laughs> we meet Princess, um, who is still the same general attitude as um, the animated Jasmine that we all know and love. In that, like, she realizes, you know, she doesn't have much of a life going on, just being cooped up in the palace all the time. Yes, she's being taken care of, but like, that's basically all her life is. <laughs> and the first thing she does on screen is well, the first thing that is implied because they don't seem to not have the budget for it is that she released a bunch of players from say. India yeah. out into the world. But Shafar <laughs> mentions that since they're from since they were imported, they don't have the survival skills for the area and will probably be killed by the Hawks within the hour. Yeah. <laughs> to which she says, "What? Uh, what is it like? An hour of freedom is better than a lifetime. <laughs> is better than a lifetime in a cage, being pampered and taken care of, or something, and clean after it." Yeah, I have uh, through gate effort managed to acquire the Wikipedia page for this movie. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very informative. Yeah, I refuse. Well, it's to good to know that you have the DVD from... finally. What? 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 Yeah, well. I, I refuse to learn anything other than aside from what you two are saying about it. I'm just eating a Sunday. That's so. extremely fair. And honestly, not a yeah. bad way to go through life. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm That's saying like, everyone should base on like specifically what I have to say, but like, yeah, I'll pick a person and be like, eh, their word's good enough. That got a, there's a, I'm forever behind on podcasts, but like back when I was actively listening, there was a Gundam podcast that I had gotten into, and I've watched zero minutes of Gundam and decided it would be funnier if I kept that going. 
and just absorbed it through the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to podcasts. I'm too busy. That's also fair. Fair. It'd be like that sometimes. Get podcasts. What? What? What is podcast? Hey, you know it's a. So there's a. So podcasts in the many years of... ago, Mr. Steve Steve Job uh, released a thing called the iPod, <laughs> and then someone was like, "What if I had heard, made people talk on my iPod, and it became a podcast?" But for some reason, we kept the pod part. So there, there exists an alternate universe where it's called Zoomcast. <gasps> Ooh. After doing a quick Google search, it seems like the first seems like podcast comes from when Moses split the Red Sea because that's what he used as a podcast. Now, I'm not quite sure how correct that is, but I also haven't read the Bible in this. No, he used say. a Beyblade. You're, you're thinking of the Beyblade. He's a Beyblade to part the Red Sea. It's uh, well, yeah, and Beyblade was made out of podcasts. <laughs> podcasts are basically a uniquely human endeavor, so. You can understand why it would be so difficult for me to find podcasts to listen to down here. Yeah. I, mean, I can imagine what kind of entertainment exists in pro society. Anything way. I mean, Reddit? What the fuck is Aladdin up to? Stealing anyway, everything, probably. Stamp for the number After of people you... over raisins. <laughs> After Jafar and the princess just have an argument and Jafar leaves... The princess has song, everything and more. Yeah. Basically, it's her I want song. <laughs> Except that the thing she wants is all the things. Yeah, everything and more. Yeah. And is... once that song is over, we cut to Jafar going to his 2D department, <laughs> only to find that it's empty, and the captain coming in to say that he, you know, he says the thing. Yeah, the Sultan has decreed that the 2D department would be disbanded and all its members sacked and well, sacked, beaten, and, and thrown out of the highest floor, well, yeah. highest window of the palace. Yeah, pretty rough, it sounds like, to be honest. Defenestration seems like a very inefficient method of execution. Yeah, but it's fun. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a big event. I always forget what that word is. It took me a hot minute. Okay, I, I'm with you now. I, I remembered what that means. Yeah, it's... But, yeah, the main thing is that it, once we got Captain Lee's, Jafar is just upset. Which, and yeah. And angry tosses some of the furniture. Yeah, because... Fine. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because, yeah, these guys were... Like, we, they're all dead before we can see any of them. So obviously we don't get any of this. But, like, these guys basically were, I guess, sort of his group of, like, fellow advisors or the people that, I guess, were supposed to be his advisors and then he would supposedly advise the Sultan. Yeah, the point is, these were, like, the people that he, he did everything with. Um, job-wise, they were supposed to help him come up with ideas to, you know, make stuff good. He, he said a bunch of times he just wants to, like, make... I really almost said make Agrabah great again, but that is absolutely not the vibe. <laughs> but he does want to try to oh. you know, make stuff better for everybody, like regularly. Yeah. Oh, I see. This is a metaphor. Well, not in the way that I accidentally almost went for it, but yes. But yeah, so he, the point is, he's like his entire crew is gone. He's now 100% on his own 
feeling like he can't get anything done. Yeah. And all good men and women of who are masters of their crafts. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's running the skeleton crew now. He is the skeleton. <laughs> and there's only one. <laughs> Okay. It's me. I was the skeleton all along. One half of uh, of uh, Scarab Pendant, and we get a flashback. Yeah, which again, I always forget how long this flashback lasts. Not that I'm complaining. I just like when you think about the movie as a whole, it feels shorter than it is. Yeah, the transition is a song called "Sands of Time." Yeah, but it. Goes back to a young Jafar who's about to <laughs> start working at the palace. All the townspeople love him because they believe that he's a good guy. Yeah, I love the the way that they make him young. Is Jafar has been wearing like, like I said, they went low budget, so a very obvious fake beard this entire time. So to make him young, they just took off that beard and put him in a different set of clothes, which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. And how they. Ex- show Jafar being a good person. They have a song called The Golden Rule. Follow the golden which is, rule. Which is basically pick other people how you wish to be treated if you're like if you're in their situation. Yeah. And basically you get examples of how Jafar basically goes about well, teaching how well teaching people about the golden rule. Yeah, because, like, b- basically before he worked for the Sultan, he was just... I don't know if they say if he had a job, but he was just, you know, a guy just trying to help out generally among the community. And, like, yeah, it was to, when people were would ask him, Jafar, how come you're so... How are you always so great to everybody? That, that was his response. Mm-hmm. And... Artie, what are you doing? Basically, almost immediately after we finish the Golden Rule, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm, get the mm-hmm. second version of it, the Golden Rule Evil Reprise, where <laughs> he meets yeah. bumps into the, at the time, Royal Vizier. Yeah, so yeah, plot-wise, as far as what's actually happening in this flashback, is that this is when Jafar has found out he had, I get, he had put in... I guess an application? I don't know. Uh, he finds out that he has officially been accepted to be one or the assistant to the royal vizier. So it's a different guy right now, not Jafar, obviously. Um, so this is basically him going to start his first day on the job. And uh, hey, you ever heard of corruption? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Short answer, Jafar yes. mentions the golden rule, which the current bizarre... Vizier and his lackeys basically is the only golden rule that they need is for gold, space, and Grayson, go back out there, bud. All the gold, you'll rule the land. Yeah, which I had to. It me being me being dumb, I had to notice that in the. I had to like notice that in the subtitles. Because mm-hmm. I, the way they were talking, I thought he was still saying golden rule, and instead it was like, you know, the, the gold. It, I got to the same place, just a different way around, basically. <laughs> because I didn't catch that it was gold and rule. Artie, come here. And get, 
Pick one place, okay? Just pick a spot. But yeah, after that, we're introduced to who hit Magic that. the Gathering slash Pokemon character. <laughs> God damn it. Jaws, <laughs> who had, which apparently one of the nobles had cut a ear off. Y- yeah? Which Jafar tries to help by stopping the bleeding and treating the wound. And who do you believe it? It's true love at first sight. Aww. These two kids love each other so much, and I'm sure nothing bad will happen. Anyway, we cut so to we, something bad happening. Yeah, we fast forward <laughs> a, a unknown amount of time. In maybe about like a couple of years. Maybe. Something like that. But basically, the Jafar and Sarasota are married. Sarasota is pregnant. Yeah. And Jafar's like is about to get a meeting with the Sultan to yeah. cover a land reform bill that Jafar had, had made. We we believe in you, Jafar, you got this. It turns out that the reform is not genu- generally something that I agree with, but no. I do acknowledge that it has the potential to do some real good here, considering the system that it's working within. Exactly. Mm. But basically, Jafar goes there, Sarasard follows, because they think it's like, oh, since both good news happened at once, then it might be good luck for Sarasard to come with Jafar. Yeah. Um, turns out they shouldn't have done that. Well, the Sultan is introduced. He tells a story about how he pushed his penis in once, <laughs> and never came out since. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird little dude. Human biology is frankly baffling. Oh, trust you me. You think that's a random piece of information, but put a pin in that. Yeah, you wouldn't think this would be something that comes back. You'd be wrong. But also, trust mm-hmm. me, this was equally baffling to those of us who are human full-time. Or at least it was to me. But, yeah. Anyway, he... Instead of talking about the Rand Reform Bill, the Sultan sees Sarasar and immediately says, Oh, she's my wife now. Yeah! Like, it, it's literally like the, the meme of, I made this, hands it off to somebody else, somebody else goes, I made this. It's literally just no. that. And now he Jafar, gets the sub-games. Mm-hmm. And when Jafar tries to argue back, he gets beaten. Yeah. And as a this part it's sucks. The Sultan sucks. And Jafar is just left hipped on the ground. Sad. It cuts back to modern day where Jafar mentions first he lost her to the Sultan and then she, what? he lost I, I'm her to I'm going to have heaven. to argue with you about the modern day. Uh, we, I, or modern day for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> present time. I, I'm back to the present. Pre- I, present I, movie timeline. Back to the present and it's just like, oh man, I sure love reading Arabian Night, the book, mm-hmm. which is also history. And also there was this weird thing about like a, a sad vizier's backstory in the Aladdin one. I don't know. Oh, hey. Very weird book. Anyway, continue. But yeah, here we get a very emotional song called If I Believed. God! Which 
It's basically Jafar singing about how even though he's a man of science, he just can't get over the idea that maybe somewhere out there says our spirit is still yeah. with him. And for... I was expecting him to have become radicalized by what happened to him, but this is fine too. I mean, honestly, he kind of is. Yo, give it a minute. Um, but yeah, because like the, the important thing plot-wise that he remembers from this flashback is uh, Sarazad telling him that supposedly somewhere out there in the desert is a... They just keep calling it Tiger Head Cave. We never see it, so, you know, take from that and, description and what you will. the scale amulet that she gives him is like half of the key. Yeah. we get. I love the scene when, they, when we finally find the second half. Mm-hmm. But yeah, before that, as the scene with... <laughs> With Jafar ends, we cut to to Aladdin, and well, before this, as the captain of guard comes back and says that <laughs> uh, the princess is missing, and then we cut to Aladdin's apartment, which Aladdin brings Jasmine. Well, excuse me, the princess. Yeah, into his apartment. I I don't like well, this scene. This part sucks. Aladdin sucks. Yeah. I don't, I don't but, understand why you keep getting it wrong. The princess is the most normal title in this movie. But yeah, we, basically, we, at this point, I think this is where we learn that the princess is 16. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the princess and is 16. Aladdin sings his song about orphaned at 33, about how yeah. he was orphaned at 33. Which, mind you, it was basically, I think he says like, a month, like a month ago, or something like that. So he is currently thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. But but yeah, the guards is come in before he kisses Jack. Oh, mm. Sorry, I keep messing up. Before he kisses <laughs> the princess, you know what's her name? Mm-hmm. And while the princess is angry about it, it's still good. But yeah, the princess doesn't give Cashman and Bigard a high five, which is sad. Yeah, but um, but, but yeah, they they do come to arrest him. They specifically point out for killing for the death of one of the guards earlier. Uh, to which the princess, you know, is like, "I'm sure that guy at least had a family that loved him." And we, one of the arresting guards, is that guy's brother, and he's like, "Yeah, that's the point." This is just sobbing the entire time, yeah. the whole rest of that scene. But he was his Begar's twin brother. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Begar's take Aladdin to put him in a prison cell to rate execution. Yay! And then we cut to Jafar meeting with a shady guy. Yeah! Or Steven, since he was really excited for this part. Would you like to recite it? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I forgot exactly how it goes. But, well, no, okay, the the one line, because it's also in the cartoon, I do remember. He basically, uh, do we, do we get this guy's name? I forgot if we get, I forgot his name. I don't think we get a name for him in this, this one. Okay, but anyway. Maybe um, in the original? I don't know. But anyway, this shady dude, um, in, uh, Jafar asks, you know, were you able to get the other half of the medallion and he says yes I had to slit a few throats but I got but I was able to get it and 
they go on this extended scene of like first of all being like, yes, great. Uh, wait a minute. You yeah. saw people throats? No, no. Anyone. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't tell you to kill anyone. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. It's a figure of speech. It means I got a really good deal at the or at the merchant. And it <laughs> which takes Jafar a minute, but he's like, oh, okay, okay, I, I I guess I get that, sure. And oh my god, the the other expression that we get. Um he says he walked right in and he fucked that guy's puppy, which apparently is also a figure of speech. Y'all might need to work on your figures of speech because hot damn. <laughs> um and then in the baby guy mentions how after the merchant realized how well, he got screwed over, he <laughs> cut the shady guy's dick off. Yes, a brilliant display of the rule of threes because at this one, Jafar is like, okay, I've heard a couple of these. I know what's going on. He just means this as as a figure of speech. Like, oh yeah, haha, he cut your dick off. No, apparently that part was real. We don't we don't see it. They Disney mm. didn't want to go that far with, with this, but like he shows to four, but we don't see anything. That, yeah. Sleepy but, puppy. Yeah. Basically, as the scenes ends, Jafar mentions how he knows one person, like, since the Tiger Head Cave is so dangerous, this only, he only knows one person that he could send in good conscience. There we go, yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I, I like this better than the version in the original with it being like oh i need a diamond in the rough and jafar being like that that means that guy probably for sure i like this one better where it's like no whoever goes in is probably gonna die who's someone that i really just don't give a shit about mm -hmm. and basically because his owners immediately after the jafar broke aladdin out of jail yeah which jafar tells aladdin that as long as he gets him for common oil lamp from the cave, he can have, can have everything else. Yeah. Which, I mean, Aladdin is like, oh, hell yeah. You say there's treasure down there? Awesome. I'll go do that. Which Aladdin goes like, so do you know? So where's the cave? And Jafar basically takes a moment and says, he doesn't know, but he's about to. And he pulls out the two halves of the scarab, which... You kind of just hear Aladdin kind of going in for confused. Yeah. <laughs> but when Jafar puts the two pieces of scare together, it comes to life and fries off. Yeah. Like in and the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And this is when we get the song Happy Ending. Yeah. Which is basically Jafar, Jasmine, and Aladdin's basically all sing what the happy endings should be. Yeah, this is a good song. I like it coordinating all three of them. And it also kind of like fuses together multiple of the earlier songs. Yeah, a little bit. As well. Yeah. We definitely get, um, I know off the top of my head, um, part of I Steal, Every or I Steal Everything comes back. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the first half of the movie. Yeah. And they, I guess since this was like, Tearing over two hours long, they figured they would have like an intermission bit because it cut face of black and he's for a moment and then it says has act two on the screen. Yeah, since they're you know trying to keep that vibe going of it being like a stage production, 
Mm-hmm. Th- that, uh, that. I don't know where else I was going with that. But, <laughs> but yeah, we cut to Ahmed returning to P- Kingdom of Pixar. Yeah! Oh, I love Ahmed's guys. They're really fun. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have this extended scene where Ahmed has specifically not gotten any medical attention for his ass just so that he can show it off uh, when he gets home to show everyone how mad he is, which is is definitely a choice, I guess. <laughs> but, um, he, so he asks, like, his, his three, I don't know, guards, advisors, they're, you know, kind of a mix of whatever. Um, you know, like, look, look what, what do you see here? And one person, you know, says, oh, I see your fat ass. I see your... Uh, poke it up! I see your polka dot boxer shorts. One of his guys, God bless him, just says those are stretch marks. They happen. No, he says that he sees his balls. Oh yeah. Then after that, <laughs> it's like he no, he crawl marks. That. And how do you think I got them? And that. the first guy says, "You sleep. You receive the manhood of a badger." <laughs> the second person says, "You winked at a crocodile." Which what? That what, what? And then the third guy. That's when he says they're just. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, stretch marks. They happen. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. That guy's doing his best. They're uh, they're all pretty good. But yeah. no, this is, he tells them no. It's none of those things, you idiots. It was a tiger. Which the, Which first... the first guy immediately goes. Oh, so you received from manhood of a tiger. And they all start chanting tiger fucker. Tiger fucker. Tiger. Like, it's not even that they're making fun of him or anything. They're fully on board with mm-hmm. what they think is Ahmed's new thing. They. I do not understand and do not wish to understand human sexual relations. Yeah, you're probably better off. Yeah, yeah you're better off not knowing. But, but yeah, so that will be a recurring reprise Price? Is that the rep? I don't know. Anyway, that would be a recurring recurring thing with oh, these guys. Recurring bit. That that's the word. Yeah. A bit. bit. But yeah, this as Ahmed like he tries to tell him no. This starts playing into the next number song. Good song. No one I like this song. Ahmed. There's honestly a really good villain song. Isn't it though? Ahmed's a good character. I like him. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, his his whole thing throughout the song is, you know, I'm all my life I've always been a joke. Um, <laughs> the the uh, guard guys are constantly talking him up, like how great he is. They're, the only one I remember off the top of my head is that he can pleasure like a dozen women in twelve hours or something like that. I don't quite remember. But it always comes back to, but no one remembers Ahmed because he's just a one-off. People that always... doesn't seem very impressive. I don't know. I don't know. But I think yeah. it, depends on the, it depends on what happened, but... Well, it yeah. takes you an entire hour per person? person? I guess so. That, that's between, that's I think between the, Ahmed and his... I think the uh, actual line is supposed to be like 30, 30 women or something like that. It might have been something like that. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, it's just... It's not the important part. The important part is that Ackman is leading his army back to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, no, I remember. I don't remember what the number was or the amount of time, but I do remember it averaged out to like one woman woman per minute, not per hour. I'm multiplying by 60. Ah, I see. Thank you for the correction. 
You're welcome. <laughs> for in the, God, it, we know how we know the approximate rate at which Ahmed can fuck women. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh, okay. I'm okay. But yeah, after that, we cut back to the palace in the Magic Kingdom, where we see the princess is sitting, Saturday sitting alone. And Ball comes up and mentions how she wasn't at dinner, but he saw her poison his drink. So that usually means that she wants to talk. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I was I'm I'm unclear from this scene. Did she actually successfully poison him? Um maybe, but he probably already drank the antidote. Okay, because I was really worried about him throughout like this entire scene. I was like, man, you should you should go get that taken care of. Yeah, he, he either didn't drink the drink, poison drink, or he or he had the antidote ready. Okay, that makes me feel better. Then. Yeah, you just get used to you get used to poison, and that's so the one that worked. I'm sure. According to my research, the correct reference to make in this scenario it was something something acquired immunity to iocane powder. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, like Princess that. Bride. The hit oh, Disney okay. movie, Princess Bride. It, uh, yeah. Is that in Disney Plus? Because I've never actually watched The Princess Bride. I have no fucking clue. It is. Anyway. Oh, cool. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we get we get another Aladdin yeah. song, which is a, a hell of a thing. Well, well, before that. Oh, right. Jafar and the princess have a heart to heart, and and Jafar new tries to lure. Princess about man in the song. Yeah, fuck, that's right. How because could I forget? Know, because you know, a song is just a prelude to a dick. Yeah, a song is a dick in sweet cheap clothing. <laughs> he and almost we almost get a full song out of this. We do. Catherine comes out and tells Jafar horrible news that Archman and his armies. Marching upon the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Ahmed is coming. Um, is this when we find out about the um, the parade? Yeah. He also, yeah. yeah, he tells him bad news is that Ahmed is on the march. Worst news is that someone is having an unauthorized parade and just knocking over all of the stalls in the market, crushing people to death. <laughs> throwing just gold all over the place, which people are fighting over and crushing each other again to death. The captain counted 30 dead before the peacocks got to them. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so no. that's happening. This is, why some, out, guys. So, this is why some amount of bureaucratic organization is necessary for a peaceful and effective society. Yeah, you know. Because you gotta have someone who plans the parades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't just have people going off on parades whenever they feel like it. Leads to exactly yeah, this. Giant, giant gorilla balloons just lying around. Yeah. We know. He's got the Someone monkeys. Come see the monkeys. Because of his balloon, I think. Someone died from that, I think, right? I don't know. The Sonic, the Sonic Thanksgiving balloon that, like, exploded. Like, injured a person very badly, at least. You know, that does sound familiar. I'm sure there's at least 30 people dead from that. Yeah. That or like Barney. One of those two. <laughs> I love you. You love me. I love you. But, you know, it's not. 
Not, nothing personal. <laughs> just business. Yeah, I'm sure all the people body killed had bad vibes. I mean, probably also. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, T-Rex has got to eat. Yeah, it's just it's a circle of life. No, that's a different movie. No, that's no that you know no that's a different one. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's but that is I don't know. But yeah, as they're leading to the captain. story of a lion, of mm-hmm. an evil lion brother. Scar! Well, opinion that because we'll get touch on that in a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> he asks, the captain is reading far off. The captain mentions how the parade was actually really good. They had a flying carpet and everything. Which, which you know. Before Amiri connects to Aladdin, but yeah. it seems that Aladdin would be too smart to show his face around the Magic Kingdom again. About that. And even if he did, it would be in heavy disguise. Which... But about that. <laughs> Unfortunately, this man is a fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the name of the scene, I've been kind of skipping over the scene names, but the name of the scene is Did someone order a prince? But the first thing that Aladdin says to the princess. Prince, he's supposed to be dead. Ha! Again, wrong movie. Damn it! <laughs> just, just wake me up when uh. When September ends. When when a funny robot shows up for no reason. What? Huh? Oh, damn it! Another different movie. Yeah, also the wrong movie. <laughs> well, to rewind to. Where Ahmed and Jafar are talking after the princess sicked a tiger on him. Ahmed does mention him cleaning robots as one of the Pixar Kingdom's exports. Oh, yeah. That Magic Kingdom sells. Yeah, it it gets... The conversation gets really meta about, like, mm-hmm. oh, we we develop things, yes, but we distribute them for you. It's a weird dynamic yeah. if you're talking about kingdoms, but also... You know, not the most intuitive dynamic if you're talking about movie stuff, so... You know. <laughs> but, yeah. Back to the pottery we're, we're at. Uh, it, Aladdin talks to, to the princess. Yeah, he... pulls he, out a magic carpet ride. Like, straight up tells the audience that he's... For a moment, whereas Aladdin addresses the crowd. Yeah. He is told and basically talks about Subliminal messages. Yeah, I wish he didn't. I I really wish he didn't. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the the uh, the next song is called "Take Off Your Clothes." Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! What? Jesus! Oh yeah, it's a it's a lot. Basically, they're treating the song it. Is basically, I got an about idea of what it might be about. Yeah, it's basically for the well. Aladdin and Jasmine are flying on the magic carpet. Aladdin is talking about all of the, like, the perverted Easter eggs in Disney movies. Yeah. But the princess pointing out how they're not actually perverted. They just seem to be misunderstanding or misunderstood Easter eggs or, like, not really understood scenes. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch the song, because I always forget the full list. I only ever, like, catch the flowers. Uh, 
Earth. I know for special effects and the flowers and Lion King yeah. and the knees on the priest for oh, that's the right. old mermaid. And also the, the one tower in the palace on the cover art of <laughs> for the little mermaid as well. Yeah, that one might be real though, because they did I think put out a recall for like the first well, chunk you know, of Little Mermaid I movies. That's more just like public outcry of like, oh yeah, I guess we'll change that one. That's a good point. We didn't do a good job with that. Like, yeah, I think in sometimes you're just like, go ahead. We accidentally put that there. Uh, mm-hmm. We we did not. We forgot to hire a trained, you know, <laughs> genitalia recognition recognition specialist <laughs> for the day. So, you know, that on us. <laughs> Our dick guy was gone for the day. Yeah. John Dick Spotter. <laughs> he was off that day. But yeah, basically the whole song is Aladdin trying to get the princess to take off her clothes and have sex with him, but the princess keeps brushing, brushing him off. Yeah. Which, nothing, nothing against the actor. He's doing a good job portraying a really yeah. skeevy dude. Yeah, all the actors and actresses are very good in this. Yeah, everyone's doing such a good job. Um, I, I, they were only on screen for like a minute, but the the vizier during the flashback, him and his whole crew were like just chewing up the scenery, having the best time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after the song is over, we cut to the sultan talking to the monkey. Yeah. Which the Sultan asks, and you thought this wasn't going to come up again, but the Sultan asks the monkey if his penis is an innie or outie. To which the monkey, like, breaks character and talks for a minute and says an innie. Which, mm-hmm. like, uh, alright, I didn't need to know that, but I guess I do now. Yeah. <laughs> and to the Sultan's credit... It doesn't credit, come up again, so no yeah. worries there. To the Sultan's credit, when Jafar walks up, he's like, look, dude, I'm having a mind-blowing conversation with this monkey. What do you want? But yeah, this is when Jafar mentions Ahmed coming. And that is his fault that he couldn't find a way to keep things from happening. Which the Sultan says, yes, it is all your fault. Yeah. Yes, that was about what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, and also it doesn't and, help that Aladdin shows up and, like, accuses him of being a sorcerer. And, unfortunately, mm-hmm. him just being smart only makes them think that he is. Yeah. And the only way to get out is to fuse two chemicals together, but it's not sorcery, it's just a chemical reaction. Yeah, it's just science. Mm-hmm. That's magic. Yeah. Don't, don't fool me. No, I have been reliably informed that friendship is magic, actually. That is true, though, is the thing. Oh, that part's is, true. Is it oh. true science facts? I, I will say, backing up just a minute, I like how uh, the princess was able to to immediately see through Aladdin's disguise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, so it was Jafar. Yeah, Jafar, too. And, like, Jafar didn't get to give this explanation, but the princess did. He's like, how, how were you able to, how did you see who, or how did you know who I was? And she goes, because it is you. You're just wearing different clothes. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but, um, but yeah, we actually, actually, this next song is, is actually pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, we basically get the, the song that the movie is 
that shares the name of the movie, only it's just it. Yeah! Which, I think we skipped over it, but Aladdin stole the lamp. Oh shit, we did! And <laughs> from Jafar. He mentions that. He was able to make himself into a prince. Yeah. But when Jafar disappeared, or well, used the chemical smoke crowd to disappear, yeah. he was able to grab the lantern again. Yeah, and this whole time they've been hinting that like the Jin that lives inside the lamp, he's he's really funny, you guys. He's, he's really funny. But yeah. This is basically Jafar like trying to process <laughs> his faults about his faults and feelings about what's going on. It's him going Joker mode, honestly. Mm-hmm. Which we get a cameo appearances from the villains of multiple other Disney films, yeah. such as Ursula. Who, uh, what is it? Ursula, her thing... Ursula was the, she the was, true ruler. Yeah, she's the true ruler. had the antiquated notion that women should be seen but never heard. That was it, yeah. She didn't, like, specifically say that she was doing anything great, more just that, you know, you're supposed to imply that she was at least a, a good ruler, but yeah, her her husband, her not husband, fuck, her brother Triton had the antiquated notion that like because she's a woman, she shouldn't rule, and kicked her out. Uh, <laughs> we have the best costume in this entire thing when Scar shows up, and honestly, basically, just sounds like he was uh, trying to like bring in like actual just straight up socialism and unity between the races with. Lions and hyenas living in harmony. The uh, ride never had a more progress- progressive lure than him. Yeah. Lions and hyenas living in harmony. And then his brother Mufasa killed his children and, and basically took his place as leader of the pride. Yeah, which is a, th- which is a thing in actual uh, lion prides. Whenever a new uh, male takes over, he will like kill all of the children of any other males and also mm-hmm. kill those adult males too basically so that none of them can usurp him i guess um which it's a Gen- lot genetically speaking it makes sense it's still terrible yeah and, you know barbaric yeah it's it's a whole whole lot <laughs> it's a whole heck of a lot it is Oh, but I, I forgot to mention, I, I said it was my favorite costume, but didn't actually talk about it. The costume is just a shirtless guy wearing, like, not exactly a loincloth, but basically just, like, you know, almost, it almost just looks like if you took a t-shirt and, or took, like, a sweatshirt and wrapped it around your waist. Uh, but he's got, like, a brown one of those and then just a lion mask just awkwardly sitting on his face because the whole thing is just flat with a lion face, like, drawn onto it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ursula mentions that it, it it wasn't that the pride wasn't ready for Scar's ideas. They just judged him for the evil-looking scar on his face. Yeah, yeah. There's there was that weren't pretty enough. Um, which n- we hear someone off screen get oh contraire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking um, Gaston. I forgot his name for a minute. Gaston shows up talking about um, this girl that he liked was captured by by a beast living in a castle. So he did what any reasonable person would do. He organized a, a rescue attempt. But unfortunately for him, she had fallen in love with her captor by the time that, she, uh, that he got there. Which, 
doesn't seem healthy considering and not just considering that he was a weird buffalo monster. Yeah, buffalo monster. Yeah. Are you sure it was a buffalo and not a bison? It's a they call him a couple different things to hey. be honest. I well, do essentially the same. Yeah, but um, Maleficent shows up, but I don't actually remember anything that she said. Um, I think Maleficent and Captain Hook show up doing like the more like cause part where they each like explain like the what they wanted in their lives. And okay, how this... yeah, yeah, because Hook basically gives the broad yeah. strokes of like. I was just trying to teach that boy responsibility or something like that. Because he never knew his father. Yeah, yeah, fuck, that's right. He just wanted to be invited to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Then, oh my god, and then the perfect ending to all of this is uh, Cruella DeVille, like, walking in from, like, offstage and just saying, and I just wanted a coat made out of puppies, and they all just give her the most disgusted look, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I think Jafar's one who says, like, why the fuck would you do that? (laughs) I mean, it's the classic comic subversion. At the very end, you uh, subvert the audience's expectations, as it were. Exactly. Yeah, you subvert what, uh, because we expect that she's going to give something justifiable, but also does give the rest of them a moment to be like, oh, they actually are good. See, none of them would want to make a coat made out of puppies. Yeah, well, it's okay, because uh, Dalmatians murder her mom, so. <laughs> Fuck, that's right. Yeah. I still haven't watched that. Yeah. I know, have so long still haven't gotten the DVDs yet, but, Stephen, did you read the little booklet thing that came with your DVD? I did not, no. He that had, like, all the reviews from the audience? No, the, um, a raccoon took mine. I'm trying uh, to get it out of the dumpster. Well, I opened mine up to the little the audience comments thing and and one of them from a Bastion Felix. Yes. Mentions um I just realized that the Disney quote villains seeing interested when not randomly chosen, each they each represent one of Jafar's his motivations and show him that you can't always have what you want without hurting other people. Huh with Esther Ursula represents his desire to be respected by the people and to be a fair ruler. Scar represents his desire for equality between people from all backgrounds. Gaston represents his love for his wife and his desire to save her. Maleficent represents his desire to fit amongst the people and the court. Captain Hook represents his frustration caused by the princess's lack of responsibility. Um, which then they say, huge props to people who wrote the musical. This level of death is incredible. Unless it was... Unless I'm over-interpreting. I mean, I don't think so. That all sounds like it fits. Again, except with the notable exception of Cruella. Well, yeah. And essentially, there's also comments to the this one comment and a... Stephen M. Stouter mentions Cruella represents his desire for a puppy coat. Then <laughs> another person after that named the other Tony Dutch mentions No wait. The person under that, Crystal963 mentions Cruella is his intrusive faults. I mean Okay, you know what? That works. 
relatable. <laughs> yeah, I believe. <laughs> I, oh, hot damn! But yeah, at, but at this point, once since the song is over, we're introduced to the gin. He's a lot. Don't know why they don't know why they call him the gin instead of just calling him genie. But <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Basically, Virgin is making a whole bunch of movie references. Yeah, it's again almost a, it's almost like a parody of um, Rob, of the genie in the animated version. Like they they were like people are gonna have a certain expectation, so we're just we're just gonna go above and beyond to the point of absurdity, which <laughs> you yeah yeah they do. But also like good script writing because like this guy only talks in references now like robin williams made a bunch of references don't get me wrong like to the point that like you know, after watching the movie after a while you're like okay yeah we kind of get it but like this dude only talks in references and like props to whoever wrote uh, his script because i don't know if i'd be able to ad lib all of that <laughs> yeah it's a good quirk i didn't think that you humans normally did that yeah i mean but, again sometimes but yeah augment and his army appear. Yeah. faces <laughs> off against him. And again, because his army is still confused on exactly what it is that Ahmed wants, uh, we do get a few of them saying, give Ahmed his tiger and no one gets hurt. <laughs> to which he yeah. has to assure them that's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically, at one point when Jafar mentions that, I think it's either Jafar or the princess who mentions that there's you have the means to defeating Ahmed's armies. Ahmed immediately says, impossible. But not in like, oh no, I'm about to be defeated. More in like, you just said something extremely absurd. Huh. Yeah. Which is nice. It's nice that Prince Ahmed has so much faith in his army. He does. He's, he's, a, he's a good guy. He gets along with his men and he's got complete trust in their abilities. I mm-hmm. very much like Prince Ahmed. He's a good character. He's a good dude. So, mm. yeah. This is also when Virgin reveals his name to be Jimmy. Oh, yeah. And then Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> we never do find out what's supposed to be his real name because of all of this. I mean, maybe it is Turbo Man. I don't know. But I think Jafar keeps calling him that. Hmm. Which, man, uh, God bless Jafar. He's trying so hard throughout this scene. But he, he's getting so frustrated at this fucking gin. He and just if, can't handle the quirked up blue boy. What? I don't yeah, know why that got such a visceral reaction. He doesn't understand this godly language that Jin is speaking. Yeah, he does call I'm it sorry, that. Jabber man is speaking. But everyone, including Ahmed, says that Turbo Man is very funny, so... You know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, Jafar makes his first switch to be the most powerful sorcerer. And he starts fighting all of Ahmed's army. Seeing that there's still too many soldiers. This Jafar makes his second wish, which is to take all the civilians... And palace, well, and put him in the palace. Yeah, it's I've okay. So yeah, he 
he did have the have the didn't move everyone to the palace. Okay, because like right after that, he's like put the put the palace over there. And for some reason, I was never I clear was- on whether he did have the didn't move everybody or if, if he was saying that's what we should we got, we got to move everyone. Come on. I think it was like I think Varish how Varish is supposed to work was that he wished that everyone was safely in the palace over on top of that cliff. Okay. The point is he gets everyone out of the way of the advancing army. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. And at this point we cut back to the princess and Aladdin. Well, we cut to Aladdin who can't find the monkey in size. Yeah, fuck it. Needs to abandon him. Which I guess Which at that point a princess shows up. Hooray, I guess, you know? But yeah. Aladdin tries to you know, get the princess to have sex with him one more time. The princess says no. Now seeing through his bullshit. Yeah. It calls him out. But then Gotta say, Aladdin like this version to 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 kind of you know and I'm, his wrist. He's a thief. He takes what he wants. Yeah, that's let's let's leave it there because I don't want to say the word. Yeah. Which Jafar luckily shows up before anything happens. Oh yeah, having um we forgot to mention, but having used his first wish to make himself a powerful sorcerer, because I guess he was like, Yeah, fuck it, everyone already thinks that I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how he was fighting all of the <laughs> yeah. soldiers. But, yeah. Jafar shows up, basically questions what's going on. The princess, picking up for herself, says nothing. And basically points at Aladdin, emphasizes that nothing was happening. And is about to leave until Aladdin pulls a knife and pulls Jasmine hostage. Yeah. Which before it bargains is for the princess. Like if Aladdin lets the princess go, he'll give her lamp because he doesn't want the princess to get hurt because she's like a daughter to him. Because she was born because his wife died during childbirth, which was strangely enough around the same time that the princess was born. Yeah, which uh, was when Sharazad oh, was restricted. Oh, I understand now. Oh, it was when Sharazad was banned in vintage. The yes. princess is Jafar's daughter. Yes. Because his the Sultan's penis was inverted. Ah, <laughs> oh, now I get it. But anyway, hooray! But, I guess. Well, this and at this point, I mean, tries to like he plead, like try to connect to Aladdin through some sense of familiar love, like because Aladdin loved his parents. He says, and well, so far this movie has been good, and backing the scene is still good. This one bit has definitely aged, especially if you know anything about plurality. Yeah. Yeah. Is it turns out that Aladdin has a headmate who has warned who actually killed his parents. 
Hmm. Yeah, hmm. they hmm. introduce it and then do nothing with it. Like, I'm pretty sure this is basically the last we see of Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Is him having like a Lord of the Rings style conversation with himself. So, which that sure did happen. He basically says he is the best wisher. That's all you need to get in life is to believe your own bullshit. Yeah, which this makes Ifala realize something that he never believed in wishes. He could never actually do anything good with lamp. Which do that? I don't know that that's necessarily true, my my dude. Lamp. But you know what else? And and basically, he gets Aladdin to release Jasmine first, and for as before as giving Aladdin the lamp. He makes his last wish to take the jinn's place. Yeah. As for wish granted. Yeah. Which, doing all the magic hubbub of Jafar being turned into a jinn, Aladdin takes the lamp and runs. Which, like, sure. I I don't know. I guess like a, a sequel hook because like we don't. Mm. Th- it's almost over, so we don't actually see what happens. To, oh wait, no, we do. We do get to see what in, what ultimately happens to Aladdin. Never mind, I'm dumb. But yeah, basically, Jafar now in now as a jinn, <laughs> yeah, talks about how he has unlimited power and control of the universe, and then states to the princess that he is under her command. Yeah, it's something like the the lamp has to go back to the cave, but before. It does. She can go ahead and get three wishes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But what else? And the first wish is to to be, I think, be a leader capable of capable of bring or well, helping the kingdom. To her second wish is to be able to, to resolve the issue with Ahmed in a peaceful manner. Yeah, and then her, her third. To, she tries to wish for Jafar to stay, but sadly, there's some pre pro crows. You know, all of that. Yeah. So the princess sighs that her last wish is to wish for her Jafar to always be happy. Yeah. And as Jafar leaves, he's basically he've the Jasmine's, oh, the princess's slaves. Yeah, yeah. And and mentions that the sultan is dead, but his final (laughs) act was signing a bill that named the princess is the majority stockholder and ruler of the magic kingdom. The captain comes in and says that the cannon fire from Ahmed's army has uncovered the long lost treasure of Alibaba. That was it. Okay, I was like the treasure of someone. I forgot who. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ahmed breaks in into the throne room, which the princess is, tells him that he's not conquering the kingdom because she's going to buy the kingdom of Pixar. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> which isn't quite how I saw this going, but you know, whatever. Which, at first, Ahmed is like scoffs at the idea until the captain says the amount, which he says that it was more money than he had ever seen, but he was able to count it. And it was like, 
At least one billion something drachma. Yeah, I wish I remembered the number because it was like really specific. Yeah. Must be a reference to something. But yeah. If, after hearing the how much money they're willing to buy Pixar with, Ahmed sells the kingdom of Pixar to the Magic Kingdom, which Ahmed and the princess agree to work together to rebuild the Magic Kingdom and bring back for two Ds. Yeah, so that's cool. And as things fade to black, we cut to Jafar inside of his lamp. And we find out that Sarasard is also in the lamp now. Yay! I mean, it sucks that they got nowhere to go, but, like, they got each other. And mm-hmm. for the two of them, that seems like it's enough. Like, Jafar immediately says, while he is happy, he is concerned that because Sarasard will be trapped in the lamp as well. But she says that, that a thousand and one knives would never be enough. Yeah! I love love. Huh. Oh, that's that's a clever reference, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. a it's a good reference, and it's also really sweet. And Sevisola explains that the, the princess was able to lead the Magic Kingdom into <laughs> a new golden age, <laughs> and that I love her Aladdin, declaration. It's so stupid. And Aladdin <sighs> basically ends up that right. Use good sellers from the beginning of the original animated movie. Yeah, he, yeah, she says that like he works that job uh, for what, like fifty years, and then I think some kid stabs like, him. Fifty fifth year, and he's killed by a thief over a loaf of bread. That's it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, we. I do want to touch on like how the princess uh, fixes everything. She basically decrees that everybody is a princess, which means mm-hmm. that everyone will have to be treated with respect or something like that. Ah, she's yeah. flattened the hierarchy. Basically. Yeah, she basically makes it communist. Well, she invents communism. Because That's not really what communism is, but it's a step. I mean... Well, the idea is that since everyone's a princess... No one is. Everyone gets things for free. Yeah. Well... And the was... simplistic form of communism, a bit childish form, but well, yes, but class you know, isn't necessarily the only axis of oppression which we need to examine. This is true. Yeah, you cannot out communism me. Oh, In a communism is... off, I am simply yeah. the best there is. <laughs> this is a fine movie and all. It's a nice ending, but I got a question. What's Where's the talk parrot? There was no talking parrot. Oh, no, there oh, was. There was a bird. We just didn't talk. The entire time thinking, where's the talking parrot? No, Did there was. Yeah, it's funny bits. It's at the beginning during the dream a little harder scene. Yeah. It only shows up like a couple says, times. It seems like you're my only friend, bird. And then the bird says, fuck you and flies off. Yeah. And right. we only see it again during the flashback because Cesar gifts it to Jafar as a birthday gift. Okay. So okay. yeah, it's there. It just only shows up like Thank a couple you. times. And it's not voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Obviously. Or a person doing a bad Gilbert Gottfried impression. Or that. No, it's more just a person doing a parrot impression. But, yeah. If the movie ends on one last song called Finally Thousand Night A Thousand and One Nights Reprise. Yeah! Which, again, it's really sweet. 
Yeah, but that was Twisted, untold story of a royal vizier. Definitely it doesn't seem like anyone movie. posted any question. Wait, Steven, did you not put a treat anything? Oh, no, I guess I didn't. Oh, you still use Twitter? Interesting. Well, there's also a Discord channel called over Mickey's Mailbag, which Steven was supposed to post something there. Yeah, you know, um, normally I do, and... Oh, hey, wait a Is second. Is this all your fault, Steven? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, wait, actually... You know, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, because that's kind of how I keep... Uh, uh, instead of taking notes, I just pull up the wiki summary for the movies these days. But uh, that's something that was made by Starkid Productions, not... Disney? Oh, Starkid Productions. We might have goofed. Hmm. Maybe it's it's a subsidiary? Maybe? I, I don't know. Regardless, like this is all your fault, I, Steven. <laughs> I do not pretend to understand human corporate structures. Honestly, no, same. It's, uh, you end up uh, like one of those people in a Lovecraft novel. Blech. Your mind exploded. And also, you're weirdly racist for some reason. I don't know. Hey, see, that's the one. That's what I was going to ask a few minutes. <laughs> you just really hate air conditioners. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah, that's the Lovecraft movie that we need is one about the air conditioner. Yeah. There's a story about that where it's like, it's huh? really a story cold. about the guy who invented mortality. And he uses the air conditioner to make sure he doesn't decompose. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? He just hates air conditioners. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I guess since one, there isn't a question section, I guess, and two, apparently this wasn't a Disney movie. I guess this is it. I gu- uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I guess that's movie. Uh, we can still do plugs at least. I am on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's Spelled like marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. There's also, of course, uh, D- Disney Minus Pod for Disney Minus. Uh, Dad underscore Tastic, where I remember to post dad jokes sometimes. Cloth Wednesdays, where I post a picture of Cloth every Wednesday, because it's, it's good Pokemon and I like to see it. And then there's Resi Beats Pod, which is the Twitter for Resident Beats, which is an actual play podcast that is pretty fun. And I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but next... This couple of episodes coming out will be kind of like a season 2.5, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Which will be GN by me. Yeah! Which, I guess since Nero isn't here, I guess I'll plug them real quick. Yeah. You oh. can find Nero at, on Twitter at DragonSmoocher, on co-host at Dragon Snuggler on Tumblr at Cychronus, but with a five at the end instead of an S. Yes. And you can find them on their part their other podcasts besides this one, such as Prime Cuts, it's Iron Free Radio, who and I think the newest one is Talk Cycles. That was it. Yes, Talk Cycles. Yeah. Uh, as part of part of the the old Princess of Power or Podcast of Power. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it is on the same feed, yeah. 
Uh, also, I've uh, cat real quick is on uh, is at Z minus eighty seven. That's all she's got as far as socials. And she's on Facebook, but I don't want to tell everyone to go friend her on Facebook because I feel like she'd get mad at me. And oh, is it is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, hi, I'm Quartz. Quartz Autumn. You can find me uh, on Trollian or on Pesterchum <laughs> at Frightful Hobgoblin. Uh, apparently someone has already stolen my name on co-host. I will look into Twitter. Um, I've heard from a friend that, <gasps> uh, Resident Beats podcast is good. Yeah. And you should listen to it. However, I can't really get podcasts down here, so I cannot confirm or deny. Um, I have, I do have one more thing to say, but I'll leave it to the end. All right. Uh, I'm a robo reality. You can find me on both Tumblr or Twitter. On uh, Casey Cosmos, it's not it, it. Changing usernames is very hard. Don't bug me, but uh, Twitter does seem to be exploding. So Tumblr might be a good opportunity to. Uh, Tumblr might be a better option in in the near future. Anyway, anything. Y- yeah. You can follow my cat on Twitter, uh, and my seldom used, seldom used Twitter account, Casey's Catmos. Yeah. Well, you can see Tank. I should be getting her into my new place soon. So hopefully more content there. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for things relating to this area, maybe. Uh, this podcasting area, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, I'm V. I don't have a treaty. <laughs> and I don't think I will. Honestly. But you can find me at patreon.com slash... Disney minus. <laughs> so if you don't want to pay us, this you can find me at patreon.com slash rbpod. <laughs> if you don't want to hack the system to pay us there, you can join the Disney minus Discord. Yeah! We're not super active, but you know, it's good people. You can also join us on Professor Beats Discord as well. Yeah! Again, not super active, but it's good people. Yeah. Yeah! But uh, but yeah, so that's it. I'm gonna go ahead and get uh Craig out here oh, in just a sec. Uh, of course. Did you have one last thing? Because otherwise, I was just gonna go with my usual sign off. Hello. Uh, Hello. Uh, I'll do. I'll, I'll do it when you ha- all have are doing your things. Okay. In that case, fuck Disney. Fuck, fuck Disney. Disney. I am ambivalent towards Starkid. Uh, fuck Disney and long live the Empress. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fucking fault, Veer. <laughs>